Welcome to Word Matters, presented by the Christian Standard Bible. Word Matters is a podcast dedicated to helping Christians understand some of the most confusing and controversial passages of the Bible. Now join the conversation with your hosts, Trevin Wax and Brandon Smith. Did Jesus call a woman a dog? That is... Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, and that's the question that we will answer, uh, that Trevin already answered, on the season two I mean, premiere of okay. Word Matters. Maybe it is debatable, but I, I think it's pretty clear he, he was making an implication there. Okay. The question is why? Right, that's true. Well, this is the, as I said, the season two premiere, so we are back in the lab, as as the kids say. We are. And uh, we are super are you gonna excited. Are going to give some exciting news about... The translation we're going to be reading from from this point. Yeah, on. so if you noticed, uh, if you've listened before, you may have noticed that the intro was slightly different. Um, we no longer have the golden tones of Philip Nation. He has gone on to bigger and better things in Florida, pastoring a church. But uh, yeah, the Christian Standard Bible, so the revision of the HCSB, and we've got. Um, so we'll be reading from that uh, from here on out. We want you to go check that out at uh, csbible.com. And actually, since the last season, Trevin has become our Bible publisher. That's right. Uh, so he has been on this podcast with me as I've been on the Bible team, and now we're together on the Bible team. So That's right. So Trevin's uh, theology and Bible reading is going to be better uh, now that he is Bible publisher, because he has to. Well, so. let's let's hope so. All right, well, you want to read so. the text okay. and let's jump in here? Uh, let's do it. So Matthew 15, 21 through 28, I'll be reading from the CSB. Uh, when Jesus left there, he withdrew to the area of Tyre and Sidon, Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came and kept crying out, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely tormented by a demon. Jesus did not say a word to her. His disciples approached him and urged him, Send her away because she's crying out after us. He replied, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came, knelt before him, and said, Lord, help me. He answered, It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus replied to her, Woman, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you want. And from that moment, her daughter was healed. So he did, in fact, call a woman a dog there. Or at least her children. Her well, and her he children, said, right? He implied. He right. didn't simply say, you know, like, woman, you, are you dog. dog. Yeah. Right. So I would answer the the question of this podcast with a yes. Now the question is, right. what in the world is going on? And what and what makes this so so kind of perplexing is that Jesus has this perfect opportunity to help her, right? She says, hey, he'll he'll heal my daughter. And he has no real reason not to. Uh, at least we we wouldn't think so, right? Um, and it kind of seems like he's holding out on her and making her beg a little bit. Like he doesn't just say yes, I'll do it. He kind of plays this little word game with her a little bit. And so that's what makes it a little confusing. Uh, and then of course, like you said, he he calls her a dog, according to your view, at least. So uh, let's go through a couple of views and we'll we'll see where we can land here. Okay. So the first view, and I'm going to state this as gently as possible, but it is an actual view, is that Jesus was being sexist and racist Mm -hmm. in this moment. And the fact and the woman's faith actually surprises him. And so that he winds up softening toward her because he recognizes his initial judgment about her was wrong. Mm -hmm. So um, I I know uh, that there are going to be people that immediately recoil at the idea that Jesus was, was wrong, that this statement tends to come from uh, different theological traditions of uh, denominations that tend to be more liberal leaning in that uh, they would see this at Jesus as a man of his time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was simply taking the view of the Canaanite woman that you would expect from a man of his time. Um, and then he winds up having a change of heart mm-hmm. toward this. So um, that is the first view. And 
Yeah, we know that. I mean, we know if we look in context here. Let's just go ahead and throw that view out, right? For for our purposes here. Uh, I mean, when he when he when he runs across the Samaritan woman at the well, he's very kind and gracious to her. A Samaritan, who he yes. may even as a Jewish man may even be more inclined to be hostile toward or uh, at least as demeaning toward. Uh, and he's not that way toward her. Well, and Jesus' um, genealogy also has Canaanite women in it. Correct. Yeah, so Matthew has given us a genealogy that included uh, Rahab and Ruth. So right. the idea that somehow, you know, now the Canaanites are completely, um, uh, uh, you know, are, are completely unavailable to have any kind of um, healing from Jesus or that Jesus would have some sort of deep-seated animosity, hostility, antipathy right. that is based in racial prejudice and mm-hmm. ethnic exclusivity. That is, it's problematic when you look at all the Gospels together and especially with with, with um, other parts of Jesus' ministry. And I'll just say this before you go to the next one, mm-hmm. uh, we did do a podcast on a related aspect of this. Do you remember? The one where Jesus says he is sent only to the lost sheep of Israel, yeah. of the house of Israel. Yeah. So go back. I don't know what that episode number is, mm-hmm. but why did Jesus say he was sent only to Israel? That's the question. We dealt with that on another podcast. We said we were going to come back and talk about this. And we did. And today we're keeping Yeah, and that leads promise. us right seamlessly into view, number, view two. number two, which is that Jesus is just simply reiterating what he has said before, that he's only been sent for Israel. He said it uh, right up there in verse 24, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So she's a Canaanite. She's not an Israelite. Um, and so, again, yeah, we talked about this in that podcast and um, how we basically said, look, he, he focuses on Israel as his vehicle through which he will save the whole world, right? That's right. And so, um, so that's this view here. So maybe there's something here. Um, you know, that he's reluctant to help a Gentile or something like that. I mean, maybe that's part of it because of his focus on Israel. Some people would say, yeah, he's so focused on Israel, he doesn't care about uh, a Canaanite woman at all. Others, like us, may say something different. Well, he does uh, heal her. Sooner. Yeah, right. So, I mean, and so to, to say reluctant, I mean, he's he, he might be using the moment here to, to say, hey, my priority is Israel. I'm right. focused on Israel. Um, but then from the spillover of his ministry to Israel, you have this ministry that takes place here. And it's actually a challenge to Israel in the fact that he rec- he talks about her faith, right? Right. Um, so can I add one thing to this view sure. real quickly? Um, th- there, He's using stock imagery when he talks about dogs and right. children, okay? Um, in, in, in common Jewish terms during that time, dogs, y- using the word dogs would— have taken on the connotation of wild dogs, scavenging dogs. This mm-hmm. is how Jews talked about Gentiles, mm-hmm. okay? Now, Jesus does not—so the Jews would have thought of themselves as children and all of these people as dogs. Jesus does not use the word dogs like you would expect from a normal Jewish ethnic exclusivist. Mm-hmm. He uses the diminutive term of that, little dogs, puppies, you know, pets in the mm-hmm. house. So, which is it, which is interesting when— the, the a woman then says, yeah, but even the little dogs get the little crumbs from the table. Right. She knows he's talking about mm. people that are still that, – dogs that are still in the household, mm-hmm. not wild scavenging beasts from, from outside. So um, this, this view is um, that Israel is first. The Gentiles receive what comes out of this salvation, and it's important for us to, to, to help put the, the, the qualification there of how he's using the terminology of dogs. Yeah, so. that's good. Oh, I'm doing the third view. You are. Okay, yeah. sorry. I just according to our very sparse show notes. Yeah, and I just to... took over the second view. <laughs> sorry, my fault. That's right. Um, the third view is that Jesus isn't talking about race, sex, or nationality at all. He's actually talking about faith. He's being pointed here about the lack of faith of some people. So when the woman asks for help, he's 
he's essentially saying, I, you know, I'm not here just to help someone who wants um, a handout or a free ride that is not, you know, interested at all in believing in in my own message. That would be like throwing children's food to dogs. In other words, he's he's testing her intentions. The what the reason why she's asking uh, for her daughter to be healed, and he's inviting her to a deeper faith. He's he's um, he's he's giving her the opportunity to respond in faith. Um, and even by the way he, he uses the terminology of, 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 um, dogs here, he's giving her the opportunity to actually accept that, yeah. to accept that title, to show her own humility and her spiritual perception, the faith that she has. And, uh, and then he can use her as an example. So the intention here is not simply to turn her away. It's to test her Right. Let her pass the test and then lift her up in mm-hmm. front of the disciples. So his his ultimate idea would be more offensive to the disciples, right? That the Canaanite woman believes this way, mm-hmm. uh, in, in such that he hasn't seen this in other place. Great, her her faith, uh, he says, it would actually be more offensive to the disciples than it is uh, to her. The initial comment that he makes. So, those are the three views. Brandon, where do you land? Yeah. So I uh, I like to hybrid. You know. So. Um, I think two primarily, I think you two primarily, and you you just preached a great sermon on it here a second ago, um, about just this idea that Jesus is reiterating that, that he's been sent for Israel, and through Israel, uh, the world would be saved. But but that also, it's interesting, him saving her after saying, this is for Israel, you know, I'm here for Israel, and then him doing this for this Canaanite woman, it, it shows his willingness to say, look, so some people who say, Jesus was was uh, only about Jewish people. He was a Jewish Messiah. He didn't care about anybody else. There are scholars who say that. Um, he shows a real willingness here to help her, right, to help a Canaanite woman, even though he says, I'm here for Israel. He makes it very clear. Look, I'm not uh, clearly I'm here to help Gentiles too. Watch, watch this, basically. But I do think there is an aspect in which her faith contributes to this because there is a dialogue between he and her before he saves her, right? So yes, she has the opportunity to respond at some level. And I think for us and for uh, the disciples to see that and say, man, you know, she has this this type of faith. You know, you see it over and over again, these people who come to Jesus and seem to show stronger faith in what he can do than even his disciples. And so I think there's some of that there, but I do think primarily, yes, he's he, he, he is about Israel, and through Israel he would he would save the whole world. So what do you think? Yeah, my, I think my view is very similar to that. I mean, I do see an element of a testing of faith here. I, I don't think view number three uh, completely um, explains away some of the harshness of what he's right. he's saying here. I don't think Jesus just puts out this, this um, you know, the, the little dogs at the table to in order to then that she, you know, to make the point that she needs to accept this terminology, although she does, mm-hmm. and although she she then responds with great cleverness and wit as well. Um, I So I would be, I, I think, number two, uh, primarily. Uh, some commentators, and I hear this a lot, some commentators talk about, you know, the, the, the Gospels don't capture the tone of this, that Jesus was probably being playful, that he had a twinkle in his <laughs> eye when he made the joke or whatnot. Uh, you know, a lot of good commentators say that, but I just find it difficult to 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 want to explain away the the difficulty of yeah. this, I think what we're seeing is an actual demonstrated parable of Jesus's principle that Israel is first, and then the Gentiles receive from the overflow of that. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's what he that's what he says. He says, um, "I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel," um, and then she persists, mm-hmm. and then he not only heals. Uh, not not only does he have this interchange with her, but then he he um, he does heal 
the daughter. So what you see is a an actual enacted moment, enacted mm-hmm. uh, a moment where Jesus's principle of to the Jew first and f- through his ministry to the Jews, then the the, the Canaanites uh, and the rest of the world, the, the nations will come to faith. You see that you see that taking place. Yeah, so, and, he, and he does point out too, you know, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you want. It's almost yes. like that faith can move mountains type type idea, which we hope to do an episode on sometime too, while your faith moves mountains. But um, here I am making more promises for future episodes. Uh, so how, uh, Trevin, we, we talked about it a little bit here and there, but how would... Uh, if you were somebody listening, uh, whether you're a pastor or whether you're teaching Sunday school, whether you're talking to your kids around the table, uh, what would be the takeaway here? How would you how would you preach or teach this? Uh, I mean, focus on the main point of this entire story, which is that um, again, Israel first, and mm-hmm. then through Israel, the rest of the world will be saved. And here you have a picture of that. Um, I would lift up the Canaanite woman as a model of faith. Yeah. I mean, I think it's striking that she is the one lifted up in this passage as a model of faith. Um, uh, and so you've got that element going on. Um, she is, she does have a sense of, um, sharpness of wit, cleverness and humility and that she, she, she's going to take the classification that she's been given and she's going to run with it and explain why that shouldn't make me, uh, that shouldn't make you turn away from me. Right. You know, I, I I love the, the, uh, feistiness that, Mm -hmm. that she has here, um, one thing I would not do is try to completely explain away the classification as if there's absolutely no sense at all in which there's any kind of uh, something that we would consider condescending or patronizing. Yeah. It is a little patronizing that he would kind of take the Jewish stock images. And, of course, he does soften them himself by using the diminutive. But he's still – I mean, it's still yeah. – he's saying the little dogs, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> the pets in the house. So uh, we there's there's a sense in which that makes us uncomfortable, just like when Paul calls Cretans liars and okay, we're gonna have to right. do we're gonna have to do one on that. Another problem. Okay, we're, we're um, but but I don't. I am very hesitant. Again, you, you listen to this podcast, you know. Yep. I do not want to explain away tough tough sayings yep. by saying they're not tough. This is a little tough, but it's it's Jesus. Um, he's he's making a statement. He's emphasizing a principle. And and you see his heart toward her when he does heal her, and then he lifts her up as an example. Yeah. So if there's any doubt where Jesus is in this, even when he he uses this classification that seems somewhat problematic to our modern day ears, yeah. uh, we 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 know where he he is in the end because of what he does. Yeah, and I think I think the only thing I would want to add to that, which is not really uh, changing anything you said, because I think that's right on. Um, there is a sense in which. When we talk about racial reconciliation, when we talk about the cultural issues that we have, whether it's class issues, whether it's ethnic uh, divides, those kinds of things, these are these examples where Jesus kind of just tears that apart, right? Where it would have been really easy for Jesus to, yes, he uses a harsh word about Gentiles, but it really would have been really easy for him to stop there and just say, well, sorry, you know, not, not for you, not for, not for you. Um, but he doesn't. He, he still heals her. He still says that her faith is great. He still shows that that even his disciples, who probably still would have assumed he's Israel's Messiah, he's, he's our future king, uh, for even him to say, this Canaanite woman who you hate, who is your enemy, uh, she has just as much access to me as you do. Very true. Um, and I think we can always lift that up with Jesus. Look, he says harsh things, and we shouldn't shy away from those because we have a billion examples of how kind and gracious and inviting he truly is. And so when you see the harsh sayings, you know there's something behind that besides Jesus is just being a jerk. No, right? yeah, you see the so, heart. You definitely see his heart yeah. in, how, in, in, in this and many other passages as well. So, All right, Trevin. Well, that is the uh, end of the first episode of Season 2. Thanks for hopping on, and thank you all uh, for listening. Uh, listeners new and old, we will see you next time. 
Thanks for listening. Word Matters has been presented by the Christian Standard Bible, a translation that is faithful to the original languages, but clear for today's audience. Find out more at csbible.com.